This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. It's MPB Think Radio. I'm Charles Arnold. This is a special Fall Pledge Drive podcast episode asking you to support the MPB news and information you rely on each day. It's so easy to contribute. Call 888-372-4483 or spend just three minutes online at mpbonline.org. Thank you for your contribution. From MPB Think Radio, this is Money Talks. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Tapp, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. He's a chartered financial analyst. It's drive time, our on-air fundraiser this week, so we won't be taking phone calls, but we will be talking about some tips to be a smart grocery shopper. It's also your opportunity to financially support Money Talks and all the other shows you hear on MPB Think Radio. To make your contribution, you can call 1-888-372-GIVE. It's 888-372-4483. Or contribute online at mpbonline.org. Good morning, Ryder. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Kevin. I am uh, uh, surviving the cold right now. It really has taken a dip there in the temperatures, so uh, we can all think back fondly now to the hundred plus degree weather we were suffering through in the fall and the uh, in the summer. That is, I, I think, very fondly of those days. All righty. So, uh, financial news in the news. What caught your attention? Yeah. So, I just wanted to kind of look at some news around giving, charitable giving, since especially since we'll be talking about that. And I think there's a couple of items that are going to be really interesting to our listeners. One, uh, giving was down. Last year in general, kind of across across philanthropies, charities, uh, what have you in America. And, and you tend to see big gifts following roughly loosely the stock market, any kind of appreciated assets. And that's because folks who have a lot of invested wealth uh, can donate stocks that have highly appreciated and get all sorts of tax advantages further than just a small tax deduction for giving cash, uh, which given where the standard deduction is, uh, is not even that beneficial to a lot of individuals. Uh, so people can give those large stock donations when the market is up. And of course, you just see less of that when the market is down like last year. And so there are ways, and we've talked about this on the show in the past, and I know we're going to be talking about this in our upcoming uh, charitable episodes, but individuals can also access some of these favor- tax-favored giving. Uh, they can donate from their IRA once they're over 70 and a half, and that is money that just doesn't show up on their income. So they don't have to take the deduction for it, Um, but they get the benefit. Folks who do have some appreciated assets, but don't necessarily want to know want to give it all at once or want to develop a plan for it, they can do a donor-advised fund. Um, one of the best gifts that – most clever uh, tax gifts that I heard someone call in about was somebody donated the contract to harvest – timber on their property. So they avoided both the income and they received the deduction for it. So it's it's kind of like they got twice the deduction for it, which is really an incredible move. So if you are harvesting timber and you are charitably minded, then that is a, a quite a clever idea. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to hear more about that. Um, <clears throat> and then another trend is that the number of people giving is declining kind of in the long term. And so when you hear about this institution or that institution, you've never heard of this institution. That's who's that's who's got the money and the influence. Um, there, you know, 
small donors are important. Uh, I, I remember we've done we've done donor appreciation events before with MPB, and and every donor is important, and it just having the numbers of small donors is so important. So there's kind of two two aspects of how uh, people are giving and how that uh, flows through to the organization. So did I see something in the news about uh, changes to the RMD? Yes. So the RMD has changed. The age at which you have to take money out of your IRA has changed, and it's going to go up in a few years. It's going to go up to age 75. However, the uh, qualified charitable distribution is something which is attached to the age 70 and a half, still one of my favorite ages that they have out there. Um, So... You don't have to be taking required minimum distributions. And I I really, for anyone who is in the habit of giving some regular giving, once you hit 70 and a half, it does start making sense. If you are not already taking a standard, if you're taking the standard deduction only, it makes sense to start. In many cases, it makes sense to start doing charitable distributions out of that IRA because that IRA is is. Essentially, you're going to have to withdraw large amounts of it. Um, it is going to be all taxable income. And if you can start to reduce that number now, then you're reducing that future taxable income. You know, it's interesting because as little children, toddlers, we often say 18 months, that sort of thing. <clears throat> so it's only appropriate that then at the end of our life, we start measuring half birthdays again. Oh, uh, Yeah, I love it. That's great. So we are not taking phone calls this morning because it is our drive time. This is your opportunity to support uh, MPB Think Radio with a financial gift. You'll have several options or opportunities throughout this hour, and we'll have more information about that as we go along. But we are going to talk today about ways to save money while grocery shopping. So the first one, Ryder, is, you know, those pre-cut salads and vegetables seem like uh, it uh, might be a labor saver, but uh, maybe a bit pricey. Kevin, I thought... I thought we agreed that the first one we were going to say was how to save money on Halloween candy. <laughs> and that's, that's way right. Till tomorrow. Exactly. You know, the Halloween candy, though, the sizes, it is kind of like pre-cut convenience food, that's right? Instead of a big a big candy bar, it's the pre-cut. It's just smaller. It's smaller, individually wrapped candy bars, which uh, which certainly are more expensive unless you wait until tomorrow. That's right. Of course. Uh, yeah. Convenience things. People pay for convenience. And so if you want to. If you're one of those people who's paying for the convenience, just know that that's part of the price. Um, But also buying fresh vegetables, fruits and vegetables, cutting them yourself, um, that's not a difficult proposition for a lot of people. And so if if that is something that you can do, you do have the time for, you do have the the resources for that, then that's that's certainly a way to save some money there. Yeah, I think it's one of these where how important is it to to have the convenience? If you are someone who maybe is rushed while preparing food, it is good to grab those uh, prepackaged things. But, uh, you know, especially with like a bagged salad, I I guess I like larger (laughs) bits of lettuce because it seems to me it's all – it's too shredded or whatever. Maybe that's just a personal thing. But uh, but I'll get, you know, I'll get like a head of romaine lettuce and just chop it up myself. And I bought one of those little green keepers so it, it helps it stay fresh in the refrigerator. And I find out that that works for me. I will say uh, oftentimes the frozen fruits or vegetables uh, can be uh, – 
more affordable than than the fresh ones, especially just depending on your grocery store. You may not have great fresh produce, right? You may be buying your vegetables with like 12 hours left in their life. Uh, and those frozen fruits and vegetables, those it, it's, it's, a, it's a very good product these days. Um, and it can be more affordable and certainly – and it has – as far as I'm aware, most, if not all, of the same nutrition and, and taste. Um, but one thing that I do find a, a little bit weirder is the, like you said, the bag salads, the kind of not frozen, maybe refrigerated, maybe just chilled, uh, pre-cut things. And sometimes they seem to last mysteriously longer than they should. So I'm always just a little bit suspicious there. Maybe they are just chopping up an onion and putting it in a box for you. But when I chop up an onion at home and then I put it in some Tupperware and stick it in the fridge, it doesn't last as long as it does in the grocery store. So I'm a little suspicious what they're doing. Maybe it's a, it's a special Halloween onion, <laughs> a Franken onion. But um, <clears throat> you are correct. The frozen fruits and vegetables have the same nutritional value that the, the fresh ones do. And so, But, you know, the other thing with me is I enjoy cooking. And so to me, there's a little bit of therapy involved <laughs> when yeah. you take a big – you know, if you had a rough day at the office and you've got a big head of lettuce that you need to chop up, uh, that can help too. <laughs> just slicing that, just slinging your knife around. <laughs> I, I can see that. So, you know, the other one that I like that's uh, somewhat convenient, although it's – not quite the the, the pre processed thing is the uh, boil in a bag. I know the Kroger has uh, some fresh vegetables that all you have mm-hmm. to do is you know chunk them in the microwave for four or five minutes and you've got some nice steamed vegetables. And I found that that's a way for me to uh, include vegetables, more vegetables in my diet, which is certainly uh, important to do. So <clears throat> there you go. That's the convenience. You're listening to Money Talks. <clears throat> Our website moneytalks.mpbonline.org is one way to hear past broadcasts. You can also download the MPB public media app and listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand, I think you can make a contribution with that public media app as well. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. Since it's MPB's on-air fundraiser this week, we're not taking your phone calls this morning, but we are sharing some tips for being a smart grocery shopper today. You can always email questions to money at mpbonline.org. You know, if you've had a question answered by Nancy or Ryder or have benefited from the financial advice that you hear on the show, we would ask you to consider making your contribution. You can go online at mpbonline.org or call us at 1-888-372-4483. All right, Ryder, we're talking about ways to save money at the grocery store, being a smart shopper. Uh, The next one on our list is unit prices. Talk about that for a bit. Yeah, so... I was a big fan of this growing up because I like saying, oh, we can do a little bit of math here. Uh, (laughs) But if you think about it, things are sold in different unit amounts. One box of cereal is bigger than the other, and so it does cost more. But are you getting more cereal for your dollar is the question. Are you getting more ounces or whatever they're measuring that product in for the dollar that you're spending? And so – that's a good way to make things which are not immediately comparable. If everything was strictly the same packaging, the same size, everything was the same about it, it'd be super easy to compare which one was more expensive. But yes, unit prices are just saying for particularly for packaged products saying, okay, well this bottle has, you know, twenty ounces and costs one dollar, so it is five cents per ounce, and this one has uh ten ounces and is uh, say it's Say it's also a dollar, so too easy math. So that's ten cents an ounce, and so and so you can compare and you can say, oh my gosh, it's actually twice as much uh, money for that product. So, 
Well, and for the math folks out there, a little bit of a disappointment because now I think a lot of times the grocery stores on the tag that has the price has the unit price as well. <clears throat> Although, Don't ruin my fun, Kevin. <laughs> no, well, because for older shoppers like myself, sometimes that information is so tiny, and especially if it's on the bottom you know, shelf there, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to actually see that. So, uh, But uh, I do that too when I'm buying my my uh, Coca-Cola Zero for the time. It's, you know, do you go with the 12-pack that's like three for something or whatever, or you go for the uh, 24-pack? So that unit pricing really is helpful. And I would say you would normally kind of know, oh, well, what's the thing that I buy? I've already kind of figured out the smallest price. But you're mentioning uh, products in particular where I feel like they change the price of soft drinks every single day. <laughs> and there's always, oh, this coupon for a dollar off if you get 23 ounces of this. It's just, Yeah. So, again, do you think this is a little bit of a marketing for why companies have different sized things? Yes. And, I mean, that's something that people you – know, we talked about a lot over the past couple of years with – I know people don't want to hear me say the word inflation again. But with with rising prices, one of the things that companies do, particularly when they've kind of anchored to this price. Well, we've always sold this package of pasta for $2. Well – the prices have increased such that we can't sell this package of pasta for $2. So we're going to make it two ounces less and we're going to keep selling it for $2. And you do see that. Again, the last couple of years is a a great example of that. And so what you might notice is that some brands have reduced their package prices and some brands haven't. And so you might say, oh, wow, this one is still just $2 and this one's gone up five cents or whatever. But maybe that one that's gone up five cents is actually still a better deal. Right. And so if you're a smart shopper, again, you'll uh, you'll be able to better see when when someone's doing that, because you're right. They certainly don't advertise the fact, well, hey, it's still the same price, but we're two ounces less. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get you somehow. <laughs> All right. The next one on our list. This one makes sense. Uh, is it a good idea to uh, shop on a full stomach? I don't know. You got to watch how how full is your you know have you just gone to like a buffet and you're just <laughs> you're you're getting sleepy and and you forget half the items because that's not an effective way to shop. I think what's kind of more important and it ties in with this is is going in with a plan. It, you everyone talks about a grocery list like why it's a great idea because I can never think if if I tried to do my meal planning while I was in the grocery store I would definitely forget an important ingredient uh, for one or I, I would definitely get five times as much pasta as I actually needed for the dish and get no garlic or something like that uh, so going in with a plan to not only ensure that you get everything that you wanted but also ensure that you don't get the things that you didn't want and so I think uh, with a, the, just a tiny, tiny bit of discipline, even a hungry shopper could behave well with a list. And, of course, some Halloween candy on sale. <laughs> <laughs> and what is it, that uh, one candy bar, the hangry, uh, when you're hungry and angry? And this oh, is, no, yeah. Uh, so, but That's I true. I yeah, you don't, want to, you don't want to buy something just to eat. Well, well, well this is for tonight, but I'm going to get this honey bun for now. So, yeah, so uh, go ahead to make sure that you're not hungry because, again, it would lead to I'm hungry and I like candy, so I'm going to go down the candy aisle and all of a sudden I've got five bags of candy in my grocery store, in my shopping cart. So a good uh, thing to avoid that. Uh, And as you said, I agree that it's a good idea to have a plan or a list because uh, what I try to do is I have a list, but I'll usually go through every aisle just to make sure. But invariably, you know, you're headed to the checkout and then you look back at your list and think, aha, I forgot 
in a lot of cases, it's always one of the key ingredients. You know, you're going for the grocery store for this, and while you're there, you'll get this, this, and this, and then all of a sudden, you're almost forgetting the main uh, reason that you came there in the first place. So shop on a full stomach and, and maybe have a shopping list or some sort of plan to help guide you through the aisles. Um, now, we've talked a lot about sales, so you've got to kind of be aware of them, but obviously sales can be a good thing. Yeah, so again, just with the go in there with a plan, don't don't buy things just because they're on sale. So it's always kind of fun to be like, oh, wow, this can of whatever is 10 cents. Okay, do you need that can are you actually going to use that is that even is that a brand that you like is that is that something you will use not just that you will use but can make a plan to use because sure yes i could use this can of soup i could definitely picture myself at some point in the future eating soup but am i going to actually put that in my cart take that home and use that as opposed to just sitting it on the shelf and then for a year being like, I, guess I didn't really need it. And then when the, when the college does the little soup can drive, then I'll just put it, <laughs> put it on my front porch, which is a fine thing to do, but it might be expired by then. Who knows? Plus that can of soup is always, every time you open the cupboard, this can of soup is calling out to you. It's I like, know. In a, in a cruel way. Use me, heat me up and eat me, please. No, I don't like you. <clears throat> I don't know you. Where are you from? Now, I like uh, this, and this might be a controversial thing, but I do like the the shopper card that a lot of the grocery stores have that when you, again, it's tracking, and so you've got to realize you're mm-hmm. giving up some personal information. But I think a lot of times you'll get sales or discounts on stuff if you use your card, and it's usually just kind of a quick swipe at the beginning of the uh, of, of checking out. The other one I like that's kind of new is the e-coupon where you scan the QR code mm. with your phone and then that gives you a little bit of extra um, discounts as well. Yeah, I think those, those ways of gathering coupons, making that easier is convenient. Three minutes of your time is going to help pay for another year's worth of Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. It's our on-air fundraiser drive time. And if you're planning on helping out this non-for-profit that is meaningful to you this year, now is the time. Do that by giving at mpbonline.org or give us a call at 888-372-4483. It's MPB Think Radio. I'm Charles Arnold. This is a special Fall Pledge Drive podcast episode asking you to support the MPB news and information you rely on each day. It's so easy to contribute. Call 888-372-4483 or spend just three minutes online at mpbonline.org. Thank you for your contribution. Money Talks is MPB Think Radio's personal finance broadcast. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. He's a chartered financial analyst. It's drive time on MPB Think Radio, as you've been hearing. It's your chance to financially support the station with a contribution. You can uh, contribute, contribute in three minutes online at mpbonline.org. Or give us a call. The number is 1-888-372-4483. We're asking you to call that number instead of the usual call-in number. Again, if you listen to the show and enjoy the uh, the advice and benefit from some of the financial advice that Nancy and Ryder share, or if you've had a specific question answered on the air or via email, we would certainly appreciate and can have you consider making your contribution. We're talking today about some tips to be a smart grocery shopper. So far, we've avoided those prepackaged convenient 
convenience foods. We're checking our unit prices to make sure we're getting the best deal. We're making sure that we have, have had something to eat before a trip to the grocery store. So shopping on a full stomach. And with that full stomach, we are checking out the sales and discounts that are available. Uh, another one, uh, Ryder, is, and this goes back to we talked about having a list or a plan. You shouldn't shop when you're hungry, but maybe you shouldn't be in too much of a rush either. Um, that is an interesting one. And I, and I was thinking, actually, this pairs really well with one. I, I cannot believe we've forgotten to mention this incredible grocery shopping tip, which is give to MPB. Get an MPB tote and then <laughs> and then You'll put have, your groceries you in go. that. I like your thinking. And then – and then, see, what happens is if you're in a hurry but you're shopping with your MPB tote, then you know you have a limited amount of space because you're only going to take that one bag. You know, it's, 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 it can hold more than just one of those plastic grocery bags, so you're, you're good. It's a lot stronger than that. But you know you have to think carefully about what you put into it. So that kind of, it kind of helps the effect of rushing through and, oh, my goodness, I purchased too many of these or, again, I forgot. XYZ ingredient that I really need. It, 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 again, this is this is Think Radio. This is for the thoughtful grocery shopper uh, is going to use that MPB tote and really benefit in the grocery store. And again, take your time. You know, we talked about the unit prices and, and the comparing and the contrasting and all that sort of thing. So again, uh, take a little bit of time just to make sure that you're getting the best deal. Uh, and, and so let's move on now to the next one. And this is an interesting one, but uh, all grocery stores, I think, have some sort of house brand or generic brand. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, if you're putting a generic brand into your MPB tote, <laughs> then nobody will have to know that you're, you're using a generic brand because they will see the branding on that MPB tote that you got because you were a, a sustain, sustaining member. Um, and so that, that's really important. So if you're just kind of uh, – if, if putting a generic brand is too scary uh, – uh, uh, so to speak, uh, in your in your bag, then then put it into a branded MPB tote, and that should help. Which is insulated too, as well, so you can put Ooh, the frozen stuff in there. Wow, I did not even know that. I'm not, okay. I need to step my game up here. Um, no, I, I think. I have no no compunctions about buying uh, the different brands. There's certainly sometimes we do rely on a brand for a certain quality or a certain recipe or even a certain a certain product is only maybe available from a certain brand, uh, especially wherever you're used to shopping. But yes, very often, uh, especially the more basic products, if you're just getting if you're getting flour and you're not doing some specific type of bread or specific type of cooking that needs it, look, look your chocolate chip cookies, that you're, they're going to be fine with pretty much all of the flour out there. A lot of pastas are all just very similar. A lot of just, you know, um, dried bean, a lot of things are going to be very similar. Yes, there are differences between brands, but again, a lot of it is, wait for that special word, branding. Well, and, and I think I've heard this a lot of times that some of the, the generic are similar to the name brand thing. It's just that they're not in the name brand package and you get the, yes. the discount that way. And I enjoy baking cookies. And so, as you mentioned, I think that the, the, the cost difference between, say, the name brand chocolate chip and the generic, you know, house mm -hmm. brand Kroger brand or whatever is it's quite extensive. And so my other thing with generic brands is try the cheap ones. Try the store brand stuff. If you don't mm -hmm. like it, go back to the brand name stuff. But it's a good idea to at least try it out to save yourself some money. Yeah, and, and kind of two anecdotes about um, off brands, I guess you, if some people might say. Um, one is that uh, Costco, major uh, whole, uh, 
uh, warehouse store. They you their store brand is actually made by essentially they they choose whatever the most popular or the be- whatever the best quality brand is, and they kind of make a deal with the suppliers saying you can continue selling your X Y Z product, but you also have to make one branded for us, and it has to be X dollars cheaper. So again. If you are concerned you're not getting a quality product, you very often are. These are the same or very similar manufacturers. And then I saw, not with groceries, but I saw uh, with electronics, uh, somebody breaking down a, a cable that was a very specialized cable that was sold for some computers. And uh, it was $120. And they were showing how it's actually worth it. The, the manufacturer put in the time. They put in the effort. It's really just a fantastic job. You can, get, you can get a cheap one for a lot less, but it just does not perform as well as the other one. And then they found a $3 version, and it, it, it was not as good as the $120 version. It had fewer features than the $120 version. But their conclusion was – it's really good for $3 and was probably made by the same manufacturer. Um, so again, off-brand things, you, you you may be getting the same manufacturer. You may be getting a very similar manufacturer. There's a, often a standardized world of manufacturing. There's not a whole lot of differences sometimes. Uh, and the other thing that's interesting that um, it's, again, the, uh, the one of the tricks of, of uh, marketing is that uh, it, at eye level is going to be your name brand stuff. But if, you, if you'll take the time to maybe look on a shelf above or a shelf below, that's where you might find these store brands and that's where you might find some savings. And again, with all this stuff, as we mentioned earlier, with the convenience foods and the prepackaged stuff, if you're rushed and that's something that, that you value and saves you time, that's go ahead and do it. And in this case, I think there are some brands that we are that well i know i'm loyal to and so again going mm. back to my soda habit <laughs> i will definitely i'll buy the coke because i tend to like them better but again try the the name the no brand stuff and see if you like it and, and you might be able to save yourself some money so um let's uh, transition our discussion just a bit here's some suggestions for making your trip to the grocery store a little bit easier and the first one on the list i'm going to uh, challenge it says that you should start with your perishable items what are your thoughts on on that i gotta be honest kevin i was a little confused when i read that now that is how i shop i just just the way most grocery stores are shaped you've got produce on one side you've got meats and dairy and stuff in the back in a cooler wall um and i just tend to shop by going around because those are the primary things that i'm looking for and i do want to make sure i have plenty of time to look and make sure i'm picking the best fruits and vegetables and meats and whatnot um i I just don't do a lot of shopping in the middle aisles and the middle aisles are something where i can just as i pass by i can just run it on i need to grab some flour i need to get a loaf of bread or something it's not uh, those aren't places I need to spend a lot of time. So I don't quite understand how you're going to save money by getting those first but um, or, or how it's going to be that much more convenient. But that does happen to be how I do go through the grocery store. Well, my thing, so the, the tip is that if you buy your perishable items first because then they'll stay fresh for the duration of your shopping trip, when to me that's exactly backwards because I would think if yeah. you got, you know, eggs or whatever, put them in your cart last because then you're on yeah. your way to the checkout. So what if, what if you're there for four hours then because then they'd be outside of the safe temperature zone for too long? <laughs> that's a concern. <laughs> 
I don't think I've ever been close to, but I'm only. Well, you clearly well, don't enjoy grocery stores as much as I do, Kevin. Well, I have less people to shop for as well. So one person in the store for four hours, that would be. Um, it's kind of fun. I mean, you well, know, especially like a new grocery store, you just want to well, see what's I, going on. Yeah, I will say the only reason why I'm stuck in a grocery store that I don't know, it's because you're wandering up and down the aisles looking for that one item that you cannot seem to find. We're glad you found our show Money Talks. Kevin Farrell here with Ryder Taft, Portfolio Manager at New Perspectives. It's the week of our on-air fundraiser that we call Drive Time, so we're not taking your calls this morning. Instead, asking you to consider making a contribution in support of Money Talks and all the shows that you listen to. It's easy to contribute online. Go to mpbonline.org. And again, if you've had your question answered on Money Talks or if you enjoy the advice that we give you each Tuesday morning at 9, we certainly would appreciate your financial support. We think it's a sound investment. And we've been sharing some tips on being a smart grocery shopper. So a quick review. All right, Ryder, here's how we're going to go to the grocery store next time. We're, we're going to put on our MPB socks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because no day can start. Without our well, you certainly need to be comfortable when you're walking up and down the aisle. And what better way than to have a brand new pair of MPB socks to cushion your feet with? Absolutely. And again, we've talked about we need to plan ahead and we need to be thoughtful. And so if you are planning ahead and you're being thoughtful, you are putting on your MPB socks, which will remind you every day with every step to think about what you're doing. By you the do way, the, carefully in a- the age old question, is it sock, sock, shoe, shoe or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I for sure put my put my socks on because they're right there and I, they're they're right there. What what would I do with the other sock while I'm waiting? Would I hold it in my hand? Would I would I ask somebody to hold it for me? Would I get my cat to, uh, here, here? Could you bring bring the sock back before I put my shoe on? What if I forgot? That's you'd be you'd be. There's so many problems, Kevin. All right, so shoe shoe sock sock shoe shoe is the way to go. All right, so just a quick reminder: uh, we've talked about avoiding convenience food, so all that stuff that's prepackaged for you. If it's convenient for you, fine, but that might be some way that you could save some money. You want to check your unit prices to make sure you're getting the best deal. Don't shop quickly and shop with a full stomach and keep an eye out for sales and discounts. And don't forget about generic brands because some of those are just as good as the name brand stuff. Try it. If you like it, you're saving some money. If not, then stick with that brand that you've been with uh, for that you've built up your brand loyalty with. And, of course, you're putting all of this in your MPB tote. Exactly. Your insulated tote bag. Insulated tote bag. All right. So, and now we started to talk about a couple of tips to make shopping easier. And we started first about the perishables. You might, they suggest putting them in your cart at first. I suggest putting them in your cart at last. But either way, uh, you keep in mind that you do have stuff that will hold better than others. And, and be be aware if you have uh, milk and eggs and other things. I definitely that, uh, might end, be a little bit charitable. end with the cold stuff. Okay. I, for sure. Yeah. yeah you don't want your butter sitting out, even just for half an hour. Exactly. Um, exactly. And we've, talk, we've talked about the idea of having your route planned out. So, again, uh, you know, this is interesting because— If you need to plan your route out before you go to the grocery store, your grocery store is too big. Well— Find, find, a, find a smaller grocery store. I will say, though, it's, it's interesting to me when you—you you know, most of us probably shop at the same store for most of the time. And, you know, you've gone there, you know, and so mm-hmm. you can get in and out quickly. But I do find when I've gone to even a, a different location of the same store— that sometimes that you do kind of get lost in where is the you know blank or whatever. So um, I don't know. Uh, Complaining about the location of items in the grocery store is is a fairly, I would say, on the total words that humans speak in a day, it's probably pretty high up there. People talk about 
when they move. For instance, a grocery store that I go to very often, they're having a grand reopening because they've been renovating. And this whole time we've been like, well, where is this? Well, wait, where did they put this? Uh, so I guess we're going to find out where they put everything in a couple of weeks. Well, that happened to the one in, in, in my neighborhood. And it was like they when they remodeled, it was like, let's turn the store completely on its head. So anyone who knew where everything was now knows where absolutely nothing <laughs> where is. Where are the tomatoes? You will never guess. Um, so have an idea of what you need in mind. The list is certainly a good idea. And if you uh, know your route, you know, you know, maybe which aisles to skip. And they are suggesting the, or the suggestion here is to avoid the center aisles because that's filled with a lot of stuff that maybe is not the healthiest. That's and where the, the Halloween candy is. Web, Kevin. Exactly. <laughs> and if you go tomorrow, that's where the best that's deals are going to be had. That's right. So <clears throat> go to the uh, the perimeters of the store. That's where you're going to find uh, the healthier items. Um, so, uh, but, but and again, you know, the end caps. The other thing, they they stick mm. the the cookies and the and the candy and that sort of stuff on the end of the aisle. So as you pass by, it catches your eye and you think, hey, I need some of those chocolate chip cookies or whatever. So, uh, being disciplined certainly is a good idea to help save money as well. Um, so we've got this plan, but, uh, you know, maybe you just went into the store that was been remodeled for the first time. So certainly you want to be flexible and maybe you'll find something in a part of the store that you've never been to that you uh, might uh, buy. Visiting new corners of the store. We pull out our trusty roadmap for this. Uh, yeah. And, and that comes back to especially comparison shopping. Uh, sometimes there'll be a new brand kind of a, or a new product and they will be offering genuinely good deals on that to kind of entice people to try it out. Of course, that doesn't mean you have to replace it forever when they jack the price up later, but being flexible on brand in particular, on uh, exactly what you're getting. Again, sometimes you have a recipe and you need to follow it strictly. If it says garlic, then you know grapefruit will not do. Um, <laughs> but if you just kind of went to the store knowing, oh, I need some apples, and there's 10 different types of apples, and one of them is on sale, you know, if you don't, if it's not, if it's not red delicious, then you're going to be okay. You can get that apple. They're all very good. All right. So we've got about a minute left. Um, is there anything that, that you keep in mind when you shop that we've not mentioned or if one of our things on the list is anything that's your favorite one that we've talked about today? Well, I just want to kind of preview one of the other things is talking about grocery delivery or pickup. Sometimes that can be really convenient, again, if you stick to a list because it helps you focus and not look at those other items. But you have to Look hard to make sure you're getting the right thing. Again, you won't necessarily notice that there's a, a sale on this other brand of apples if you're only looking at one type of apples. That's going to wrap us up for today. Money Talks is on MPB Think Radio, and we thank you for choosing MPB as your station for news and ideas. It means a lot to us and the community at large that a nonprofit station like MPB can thrive in a crowded media landscape. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.